Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are winding down on this series, Habits of Calmness, and I hope it's been a benefit to you and you've shared it with others. I am just uh, down to about, oh, a couple more tips that I want to share with you in regards to how to create calmness, but continuing on the science behind calmness as well. And today we're going to talk about multitasking. And I know that, that a lot of people feel different ways about multitasking, and you know, you might be thinking, well, it depends on what kind of multitasking. But I want to share a few facts that I think you'll find interesting. And in, in the, in the author that wrote this I really is someone that I really believe in, Travis Bradbury. And he wrote a book on emotional intelligence. He also studies leadership performance. Uh, very popular, very, very um, uh, well thought of author. So uh, this credible information. Uh, you may have heard that multitasking is problematic, but new studies show that it kills your performance and may even damage your brain. Now there's a news flash. Uh, that you may not have heard before. So hang with me as we talk about this at a level that hopefully will help you. Um, you know, there have been a lot of discussions about multitasking, but I think people multitask now more than ever. You know, they'll text while they're on the train, while walking, while driving. I mean, we're talking about not just everyday tasks in regards to your work, but even just texting while doing a number of different things. So, you know, people will tweet and post to Facebook and Instagram and email and, you know, and then read blogs and news and watch videos and, you know, and, and, and even watch TV while they're eating. <laughs> and so, you know, you may think this is beneficial, but what it's doing is it's creating habits and patterns that are somewhat destructive. Um, and this leads to a great level of anxiety that runs through everything you do because you're always worried that you should be doing more, uh, doing something else. You know, what if instead you just did one thing and learned to trust that you shouldn't be doing anything else? This kind of shift or change, if you're used to multitasking, can take a lot of practice. Um, you know, just eat, don't do anything else, then wash your bowl, then walk then just talk to someone, then just read an article or a book without switching around, just write, just focus on a project, just do your email until your inbox is empty. You know, you'll learn a tremendous amount of peace in trying this and letting go of everything else. But let's go back to the brain damage and, and all of those things that we need to understand. So you might think, well, you know, I'm gifted. I, I can handle multiple uh, activities all at once. But Stanford researchers compare groups of people based on their tendency to multitask and the belief that it helps performance. They found that heavy multitaskers, those who do it a lot and feel it boosts their performance, were actually worse at multitasking than those who do things one single item at a time. The frequent multitaskers perform worse because they had more trouble organizing their thoughts and filtering out irrelevant information. And therefore, they were slower at switching from one task to another. Ouch. <laughs> Multitasking reduces your efficiency and performance because your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. When you try to do two or three things at once, your brain lacks the capacity to perform both tasks successfully. It'll also lower your IQ. Research also shows that in addition to slowing you down, multitasking lowers your IQ. 
A study at the University of London found that participants who multitask during cognitive tasks experienced IQ score declines that were similar to what they'd expect if someone had smoked marijuana or stayed up all night. Ew. <laughs> There's a blow, right? IQ drops of 15 points for multitasking. Men lowered their scores to the average range of an 8-year-old child. So the next time that you're writing your boss on an email during a meeting, remember that your cognitive capacity is being diminished to the point that you might as well let an 8-year-old write it for you if you're trying to do too many things at once. Um, so brain damage from multitasking it was long believed that cognitive impairment from multitasking was temporary, but new research is suggesting otherwise. Researchers at the University of Sussex in the UK compared the amount of time people spend on multiple devices, such as texting while watching TV, to MRI scans on their brains. They found that high multitaskers had less brain density in the anterior cingulate cortex, a region responsible for empathy as well as cognitive and emotional control. So this is some important research and, some, and, and, and something to really weigh out and think about in terms of your patterns and habits that you form. While more research is needed to determine if multitasking is physically damaging the brain versus existing brain damage that predisposes people to multitask, it's clear that it does have negative effects. In fact, neuroscientist Kep Key Lowe, the study's lead author, explained the implications, and he said, I feel it is important to create an awareness that the way we are interacting with devices might be changing the way we think, and these changes might be occurring at the level of brain structure. So if you're prone to multitasking, it's not a habit you want to keep or indulge in. It clearly slows you down, decreases the quality of your work, and lowers your IQ, and then diminishes your ability to maintain strong memory and total functionality. Um, it can also indicate a low self and social awareness, which are very important to being high in emotional intelligence. Talent Smart has tested more than a million people and found that 90% of top performers have high EQ. So here we go back to emotional intelligence and we understand that the only way to have high EQ is to manage yourself very well at, at an emotional level, but even at a task level. Well, I hope this has been informative to you. Um, I've enjoyed it, certainly. <laughs> I'm always one that's interested in learning how to make my brain function at a better level. And I have been guilty of multitasking before, so I've, I see some areas that I need to work on. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness and routine. I hope you're having an amazing day. Continue to keep reaching higher. Thank you for joining.